Crystal Deal With It focuses on bridging the gap between where you're at now and where you'd like to be. We'll explore wisdom and techniques from a wide variety of domains and industries and apply them to your unique challenges. I love developing frameworks, processes, and storytelling metaphors that enable personal and business growth. Through actionable next steps, we'll build momentum and confidence. My goal is to help you clear roadblocks, do more with what you have, and realize the potential of yourself and your team. So throw your challenges my way and Chris will deal with it. Welcome to episode 28 of Chris will deal with it. Each of us is a ship of Theseus. First, an AI statement that all elements of this episode are products of the author, Chris Kreuter, made without the use of any AI tools. So today's episode explores the concept of the ship of Theseus. This is a philosophical paradox that asks the question, if you replace every component of a ship one by one over time, does it remain the same ship? The philosopher Thomas Hobbes took this paradox one step further. If you kept all those discarded parts as they were being replaced and used them to build a second ship, which of those ships would be considered the original? So this paradox raises two critical questions. Is the ship's identity a product of its form, or primary function, or the matter from which it's built? And what is that relationship between an object and the materials it's made up of? Over the years, I found this paradox both challenging and comforting, so I'd like to share some thoughts of applying these questions both to your personal identity and to our organizations. So for personal identity, many of us stop and ask ourselves, what am I, or who am I? Am I the flesh and bone, the beating heart, the brain that controls the body we move, the memories stored in brain neurons, or a spirit residing inside of a vessel of a particular form, mostly in control of the vessel, yet separate from it? Now this is a challenging, very relatable paradox, which creates a wide variety of responses across all domains of our lives, especially religion. But what I want to talk about today is how the paradox can be applied to the actual living of our lives, and I've got eight different thoughts here. One, depending on how you answer the paradox, you can provide a framework for yourself to handle changes that occur in your life. It can give you a greater permission and latitude to change without changing the definition of who you are. Conversely, we could view changes as a journey towards becoming someone totally new. Two, the average cells in our bodies last about 7 to 10 years. Various types of cells replace themselves at different rates, and our bodies are composed of many different kinds of cells. This is a very gross oversimplification, but as a concept, it's helpful to see ourselves as beings that are in a constant state of physical renewal. Each cell is no different than the plank of a ship. Therefore, we can never be a fixed, completely definable entity. Number three, it can help us avoid overdefining ourselves and others. Definitions themselves can never capture anyone completely. People can and do change. What are you even trying to define in the first place? Is it the ship we are now? The ship we were? The ship we envision ourselves becoming? Or just a notion of a ship we resemble? Number four, the paradox can help us with our relationship with time. It can be helpful to view our journey thus far by the elements that have changed. Likewise, we can use our current ship and experience gained to chart a path ahead, and we can ask ourselves what elements need to be addressed to sail the seas and winds of the present moment. Number five is a concept from Buddhism where each of us is nothing more than an aspect of the universe expressing itself in that present moment. Nothing is ever the same. Nothing is ever constant. All of us are literally made of stardust. This universality can provide us with a sense of awe and help keep perspective in a world seemingly focused on righteousness, materialism, and so on. 
Number six, another application is to avoid perfectionism. I'm careful to not get too bogged down with making something perfect since it's going to be affected by future changes anyway. I can allow projects to evolve, revise them after shipping previous versions out into the world. This podcast is a great example of it. Will people focus on every tiny detail or will they remember the highlights of the journey? Number seven, on the flip side of the last point is to avoid relying too heavily on past results. There's a trap in defining yourself by the success of something in the past. Now, results can be great tools to validate that you're on the course you set for yourself, but they won't necessarily keep you on it, so you got to keep sailing ahead. Lastly, number eight, the paradox helps me to understand that all elements of the ship need refreshing at various times. If I focus too much on one side of my life, there's a risk of wearing a hole in the other side, which could flood the entire ship. It's also far easier to sail a balanced ship than one listing to one side because of the massive weight I'm putting on it. So I'd like to switch over to organizations. So let's take the paradox of the ship of Theseus and apply it to our organizations. What defines a company? Now, it's a legal entity defined by a name and some basic descriptive elements, but all of the various elements within that entity can change over time. Owners and leadership can change. The inputs and outputs of the company can change. Policies can be created, revised, and eliminated. Employees come and go from the ship all the time. Revenues and profitability will rise and fall, and the parts of those within the control of the company are always changing too. Parts of the ship can be sold to become parts of other ships. The laws governing the form and actions of a company will shift. And ships can be destroyed by internal and external forces, either rotting away slowly or suddenly striking an unexpected iceberg. Now, all these definitions are fluid and they're in constant states of flux, which is a great metaphor to help find comfort with that uncertainty. Nothing is guaranteed to remain the same when you join a company, and nothing is guaranteed to remain the same after you leave. These combinations of factors naturally react to the ebbs and flows in the seas in which they sail. Your company's ship may be sailing warm tailwinds now, while mine could be scrambling to stay afloat in rough seas. I mean, consider some of the phrases we use when we're talking about employment. You know, hey, glad to have you on board, or I need to find a lifeboat out of here. It's important to avoid conflating too much of your personal identity to a company, because the ship is not us, and we are but a small, transient part of the ship along its journey. And with all this uncertainty, it's important to value the connections between the pieces, i.e. the network of skills, experiences, and interpersonal connections within the company. There may come a day when you find yourself aboard a totally different ship, on a totally different course, yet composed of pieces you've sailed with before, or potentially even a piece of a ship you crashed into years ago. I want to illustrate this a bit more, and I want to use the example of a sports team. And for this, I'll be specific and highlight my beloved St. Louis Blues. They're a team in the National Hockey League that was founded in 1967, decades before I was born. And over the past half a century and more, nearly every element related to that team has changed. Its ownership, the stadiums, the logo, its jerseys, its players, its coaches, its opponents, its fans. So what team am I actually a fan of? What are the persistent qualities of bluesness that I love so dearly? The team's name is the only thing I can think of that really hasn't changed. I mean, just four years ago, my team was lifting the Stanley Cup for the first time, and now there's only a handful of players and coaches remaining as members. Considering all this makes me less tied to a particular identity and more able to enjoy the journey knowing that there's going to be constant change. Players I root for will move on. Others will join, bringing new skills and personalities. 
Systems will change. Jerseys, marketing, technology, and broadcast will change. And it'll be fun to root for them, win or lose. Ultimately, I feel my fandom is connected to a history. The memories of being a fan more so than any tangible thing. Whether it's watching a Brett Hall slap shot, the painful sight of a point shot from Steve Yeiserman in 1996, or seeing Alex Petrangelo hoist the Stanley Cup through teared up eyes, that's the thread of fandom that's weaved through my life. And all that kind of leads me to the ultimate lesson of the Ship of Theseus paradox. Every Ship of Theseus is something in between the form and the matter. It's something that can't ever be fully defined, yet still interacts with the world, weaving its journey and making an impact on ourselves and each other. I'd like to close today's episode with a quote from passage number 11 of the Tao Te Ching. 30 spokes converge upon a single hub. It is on the hole in the center that the use of the cart hinges. We make a vessel from a lump of clay. It is the empty space within the vessel that makes it useful. We make doors and windows for a room, but it is these empty spaces that make the room livable. Thus, while a tangible has advantages, it's the intangible that makes it useful. All right, everybody, have a great day. If you feel that Chris dealt with it, I'd appreciate your support of the show by sharing it with someone who might benefit. Ratings on your favorite podcast player are also helpful in growing the audience. Visit chriscroyder.com for free downloadable PDFs with notes and resources from today's episode, sign up for the CDWI mailing list, or to send in your problems or requests for future shows. That's C-H-R-I-S-K-R-E-U-T-E-R.com, or use the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Chris Will Deal With It.